following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Calling all flame birds, we've got a news-heavy episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Biscrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... Happy Cruel Kitty. That's it. So... I got nothing clever else to say. <laughs> <laughs> nothing that's else. <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's okay. Lover of pumpkin muffins. She won't I'm... share her muffins with me. I, it's, it's I'll just... share the muffins. They're not okay, my good. muffins, but I'll share the muffins. Sure. The muffins, muffin button. Um, uh, yeah. So we've been waiting with bated breath to see what tsunami was gonna do in November. Now that they've fully coolied our brains out, and uh, we'll and then also... they fully coolied us again. <laughs> yes, and then they decided to play the same Attack on Titan special twice in one night but at least they're also playing the first two episodes of igpx in its hd remaster so that'll be worth watching if uh if nothing else why just the first two why nothing why oh, oh because it's still in, in production yeah <laughs> i saw that tweet but i didn't understand it and i'm yeah like... yeah it's uh well i mean if they're if working people... on putting it on blu-ray but it's a completely different uh, workflow to prepare it for broadcast. So, but does this gotta, mean does this mean it will eventually be broadcast, or is this just a teaser to get people to buy the Blu-ray? Both. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably both. hard to hard to say, but possibly both. We have since learned that IGBX will be staying on the lineup, airing weekly in the two thirty a.m. time slot, starting November eleventh. They will be repeating the first two episodes before proceeding to the third. Jose said he was as surprised by this development as everyone else, and that IGPX is still being prepared for broadcast as we speak. Hopefully there won't be any snags. The main purpose is Jose wanted to have it air on the anniversary of the original broadcast. It's like the the 18th anniversary, I think? of the of the original broadcast in 2005 almost said 2015 (laughs) that ain't right (laughs) that was the last time it was on (laughs) uh yeah so uh 2005 november 2005 was when it premiered yay so long ago on cartoon Mm. network tsunami yeah that's uh, that's for a while just a nice little little treat for uh, daylight savings time, which is always a throwaway hour anyway. Why are we still doing this? Why is this still a thing? <laughs> like nothing in, ignites my anger as much as daylight savings time. We don't need it. Nobody needs this. We didn't ask for this. I, I thought it, it was foisted upon me and I am an unwilling participant. I thought it's it was not gone. consensual daylight savings. <laughs> I thought it was, was gone, honestly. Head. I thought they had 
because I, I remember them voting about this and then I thought like this was the last year, like spring was supposed to be the last time we did it. And then something happened to where they're like, oh, no, no, we're going to continue doing this. And it's like, uh, OK, all right. Guess Maybe that's this will the, thing. Be the last time. Mm, we'll see. No, probably not. Someone said that, so it did get voted on last year, but I, I read somewhere that it's possible um, that there's a plan, like a, a couple year layout plan for, to, to get us ready to stop doing it or something. Because you have to do like programming for technology and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not invested enough I, in researching this. I'm just angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is I get another hour coming up this Sunday and Paul's very happy about that. Yeah, but then you lose it later. Shh, it we don't talk when you that. lose it. We don't talk about that sketch. And it just confuses all my animals. My cats are like, what is this? It I'm confuses so your now. Animals. Why aren't you feeding me right now? What's it confuses your animals. It confuses my children. <laughs> exactly. As it should. Everybody should be confused. This is everybody. By the way, speaking about IGPX, Jose's been working on that for a while to try to get that on Blu-ray. Yes, yes, he has. But you know, I'm I'm not kind of I'm not sure if like because I know like right after the DVD came out, he was like, and I mean he was showing this on Twitter, so this is nothing new. But um, yeah, he's been tinkering with the IGPX yeah. video off and on for years. Exactly, trying to make it look as good as he can possibly get it that sounds like a passion project of his it is a passion project it is. He, is, he is very very into igpx and yeah god bless that man i mean he brought he 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 did ronin warriors so he he's got my internal love yeah we love you <laughs> jose igpx for all you do still the best tsunami original series <laughs> <sighs> uh. unfortunately it's it's high up there though there were potential rivals there were could have could have should there could have could have should have would have so let's uh, see tsunami we're not here to talk about tsunami originals right because it really doesn't look like uzumaki is happening this year folks or ever <laughs> which which i don't understand it will what's happen. going on with that I, okay. I don't even believe it's going to happen. It's anymore. in the SAG after database. It has to happen. It's in the dubbing phase now. I think it it's. It has to happen. I think it's. I think they're just kind of sitting here looking at it and being like, oh, it's not perfect. We have to tweak one minute of it. <laughs> if they dare hold off airing that until next October, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Um, yes, it would be neat to play years. it on October. It doesn't matter. Play it whenever it's ready. Yeah, we've been talking about this for so long, <laughs> for years, years. When they dropped the schedule for Attack on Titan and the extra hour, they also mentioned casually, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Dr. Stone's coming back the week after. Yeah, what is with the Toonami Facebook and casually mentioning when Dr. Stone comes back? I, I don't get that. It's like, happened why twice you, this year. Why don't you just... Why don't you make a bigger announcement about Shout that? Shout it like, from Jesus. the rooftops, do they, guys. Do they not have a PR person? Or is this PR person like, no, they, they have a shitty... shit, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, that. They have a shitty social media person. I, that's the conclusion I've come to. Like, I've literally said to Jason, we will do it for free. Yeah, we'll do just it for free. Just give me. Just Tell give us. me the password. I don't yeah. care. 
You don't even have. You can lie to people that you're paying us. Whatever. Just let us do it because yeah. this is or getting just ridiculous. Tell us in advance. Give us a couple weeks. Oh my we'll God. announce it whenever you're ready. We will literally do it for free. We're here. That's that's what that's why we do uh, all of this shit. It's oh my God. You, you don't even want me to to go into that. Uh. <sighs> and then, and then. I don't. First of all, let, let's 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 rewind just a little bit before we we say the big reveal. What is with the Saturday announcements? That is a good question because they <laughs> before two weeks ago they pretty much never posted on Saturday except for promos for what was going to air that night. I'm baffled by this decision. I, I'm. <laughs> it was always so, Friday or Thursday or even yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> I, I mean, Tuesday. I'm even more. Sometimes I'm even more Monday. baffled that they <laughs> dropped this show's news on Adult Swim's social media. It was on Facebook too, by the way. It wasn't just on mm-hmm. Twitter X, whatever the fuck you want to call it now. Um, SpaceX, whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty rare to see Adult Swim promote. An acquisition for Toonami. That's been out pretty, for two years. But. Pretty pretty rare. <laughs> you're, you're, you're saying too much already. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So enough burying the lead. Time to get on the hype train because the Mugen train is coming, people. Yeah, baby. Demon Slayer, Kimitsu no Yaiba, returns to Toonami. God, I've been waiting for this for two years. I have a lot to say. I did not see this coming. I don't, <laughs> I don't think, think any, of, any us of us did. Because I... Jason specifically said they're keeping it out of reach. They're... Well, they must have been. That must have been the case until recently. I, uh... I I'm going to be honest with you. I think... What I said when they did this originally is true. They thought they could get a shitload of money for it. They did. They didn't get they it didn't do as well as it probably should because it was spread across what like fifty different streaming services. Mm-hmm. And no, you know, now dude, they're realizing it did incredible that. on Netflix. It did really well there. Yeah, I gave in. I assumed when it came on Netflix. It wasn't going to show up on like it was It was beating Netflix originals left and right. Yeah. So that was a wise investment on their part. Uh, yeah. Well, they overpay for everything, but. <laughs> True. I mean, that that's, I mean, really, that's what Sony was trying to do was get a cash grab. And mm-hmm. Adult Swim was basically not having it. And. Yep. It, yeah. It's. I mean, I might as well just start talking about this because I have lots to say. I pointed this out to you the other day, Sketch. What is it with the last couple years since COVID? Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit after COVID. Like, and all of a sudden, you know, obviously Funimation and Crunchyroll merged. It, it's like, and by the way, let me preface it by saying, we know that Crunchyroll, the 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 evil empire, so to speak, yeah. Keeps all these an- animes to themselves. It seems like every anime outside of the originals and One Piece, which I don't count because it's Toei, um, because if Toei wants something, Toei will get its way or everybody will die. Um, 
that. That was a bit extreme. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it basically when Toei says jump, they everybody says how high. I mean, obviously Toei hasn't been asking if they want to play Dragon Quest Die or World Trigger because those sure haven't shown up. Well, but but here's the question. But I I mean I don't want to go into that. But has Toonami really? Have they even really wanted to play that on Toonami? I mean, that's a good question. I'm, I mean. Maybe they don't, but maybe they should open up about it because, dang, they, they man, it has been uneventful this year. They should, but in 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 all fairness, like it's this... everything. It's everything that Toonami has had a contract for before is coming on Toonami. They're the new seasons. I mean, Demon Slayer obviously has been out for a while. This season of it that we're about to get, but it's like and that was still under contract. Maybe. So it's like, are you like... They probably had first right to refusal, and yeah. Anaplex said, well, Sony wants us to charge this much. And Toonami said, nah. No. <laughs> no, thank you. No. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure it had to do something with, you know, it probably had something to do with, well, we want to also put it on streaming you know, like HBO Max or whatever, and they're probably like... See, that is a big factor, you see, because previous Anaplex deals with Toonami, the dub would premiere, and then it wouldn't be available to any streaming service for Mm -hmm. two years. So that leads me to believe that, you know, maybe... Because we haven't really seen it on TV, so maybe they still had the rights to show it on TV. They just weren't able to get it down to the price they wanted until now. Oh, I mean, I that's, mean, that's I, my I only, uh, that's my I only thought. <laughs> I don't think their original contract guaranteed them, uh, you know, rights in perpetuity as soon as they can pay for it. I, I don't think any contract really works that way. But uh, I do think the pre-existing contract probably helped. Yes. You know, as it certainly did with My Hero and Dr. Stone and probably Food Wars. Though now my thinking is the only reason that they didn't care about Food Wars is because it was like two years old. Who cares? Uh, and here we are. This is a two-year-old season. So Yes. Yes. Well. This seven episode season that was originally a movie and then there's uh, an extra episode that they they made just for the season which the movie came out in 2020 actually i think it came out in 2019 in japan but the dub came out in 2020 so (laughs) even considering that it's like three years old when you think about Mm -hmm. it but yeah, and of course we don't get the movie version. They got to play the episodes. I mean, I'm I'm sure there is a portion of the audience who didn't subscribe to any of the streaming services, and this would be new. I I don't I don't know. I much, don't know. It was there, on I, Hulu. It was on Netflix, and of course it was on Crunchyroll. So. Yeah. They're, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty pretty wide net, but look, I didn't even even when it showed up, it took me a while to to watch it because I was holding out a little bit. But then I realized if it's on Netflix, 
Because in the past, things have showed up on Netflix after they've aired on Toonami. And when it showed up first, I was like, well, they just won the contract. So I just kind of mm-hmm. like, hey, mm-hmm. I gave in. But I, I don't, I mean, given that they seem to be trying to piece together stuff until, I, I'm assuming there's a plan and there's stuff in the works. And obviously, they're really good about being closed-lipped about it. Um, tight mouth, whatever metaphor you wish to use so this this was a convenient and a good price opportunity and certainly Mm -hmm. one that would generate an audience it's not like people don't like demon slayer there are definitely people who love demon slayer and add that to the dr stone dr stone i think i i would argue dr stone's probably the bigger winner here because it is fairly new material they just started airing dr stone so, and we so just I'm kind finished of annoyed it. that Dr. Stone isn't first. I know. I feel like we just finished this too. This, this early fall in August, we're, weren't we talking about? And I was complaining. I was like, how am I supposed to wait till October? So mm-hmm. this is great. I think, I think Dr. Stone coming so soon after the dub release is great for Toonami too. And then having that with, with Demon Slayer together, it's a, it's a nice combo. They make a good duo of, shows um for the rest of the year seeing that plus one piece and naruto like i feel pretty happy it is a pretty heavy shonen style of uh, <laughs> it is literally weekly shonen jump yeah i i miss having a little variety <laughs> in the mix um i mean obviously unicorn warriors eternals on there and i i i was one of the few that really loved the show um but it would have been nice. It would be nice to have what's supposed to be at two thirty. We steps? don't know. We don't okay. know. We don't know if that's so. Like what's just... what's we're missing? We're missing one slot. What's going to be at two thirty? Is it going to be a double One Piece? A double Naruto? Well, well if it was Naruto. double Naruto, they probably would have said so. And if it was double One Piece, then Naruto would be at two thirty. So, uh. I tried to get Jason to respond to that question, and I guess he's just too busy uh, getting into fights for and on behalf of (laughs) and with directors. (laughs) God, that was so funny. Variety quoting him. For the record, if anyone hasn't noticed, it was a he made he loves Martin Scorsese, who deserves it, by the way. Scorsese is an amazing director. And apparently another director made a comment and then he responded on his Twitter. Yeah. Russo. And then he, he makes, cause he does like anyone who follows Jason on Twitter, he makes comments like saying his opinion. Unfortunately, variety picked it up and quoted him and he's like, shit, I'm not trying to dismiss. Like, I'm not trying to diss someone. I don't even know. I'm deleting the tweet, which I thought was a classy (laughs) move on his part. Like that was the best response. Uh, (laughs) Well, if that was your, you're thinking that maybe you shouldn't have tweeted it in the first place exactly <laughs> come on J- jason is is so strongly opinionated about these things you can't expect him not to make comments that's well, his thing that's kind of his whole <laughs> that's his whole thing i also <laughs> i also asked on twitter jason and tried to get jason and jill J- jill gill to to gill. say something um but about this mm. Demon Slayer thing, but yeah, that you know, it doesn't. It seems like they're probably busy, or Jason's trying to stay off of Twitter. Sure, X, whatever. I wish um, they would, though. I really wish. Like again, we're here 
for free to give the news and all the stuff. We're here to do all that. Like, I really like wish... we'd love to be able to tell you what's going to happen on the next week. But we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but if you wait a little while to release a podcast, you might instantly get dated. And so we did. Not only do we know that IGPX will be continuing in the 2.30 time slot, we also have the schedule for November 18th, which is pretty much what we expected. Demon Slayer is down to one episode at midnight. Dr. Stone New World is at 12.30. There's a full hour of One Piece at 1 a.m., as it should be. And Naruto Shippuden is back at 2, with IGPX closing out the block at 2.30. And with that, the conversation that we have been having and will continue to have is just kind of fun to listen to in retrospect. And we're going to have to pay attention on Saturdays now because apparently that's when we're going to get another drop. Hey, I um, prefer consistency over anything else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I do find it interesting. I, I think somebody said, what, what did somebody say the other day? Um, I'm trying to think what it was exactly they said about Demon Slayer, but... Um, the one thing that I found that was which inter- what I think is interesting is Adult Swim putting this all on their social media, like I said. But I'm wondering, does that mean like, are we going to see this on HBO Max? Like, did you secure like a two uh, two year deal? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, why are you making a bigger deal of this all of a sudden when all the other Toonami shows, like Doctor Stone, for example, is oh yeah, it's coming like. Okay. You want to yeah, explain you gotta that look one? At, you got to look at TMS's account to, to see any report about Dr. But, but you get what I'm saying, Sketch. Yeah, like, if you that, blinked, that you no would sense. miss it. Well, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't rule out that they potentially also licensed it for Max, but, well, that would be a first. I mean, maybe. It, maybe. I mean, I mean, it is the first time playing on TV this season of it, so it's like... Mm-hmm. I guess you make it a big deal, but for show for a season that's been out for about two years now, it's like, okay, so why are you doing that with this, but not like something else? So that's, that's going to be an interesting piece to find out because it's like, does that mean that you're going to start promoting Toonami shows on the main account? Because I'm all for that. They have been promoting Toonami on the main account, like showing little videos and stuff like, uh little uh not not just like original stuff but also like clips cut together of the shows so it'd be cool if they did one for dr stone or they yes. did like the a lineup ad and then just threw it on like they, Man, they need do. A, they need yeah. a lineup ad for this week because yeah. it is totally different <laughs> than what has been airing <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, very let's much. Let's tell so. you about this lineup that's happening on uh, November 11th, 2023. So, as we mentioned, Demon Slayer Mugen Train arc. But what we didn't tell you is there are going to be two episodes of it. Yes, back to back episodes of Demon Slayer, followed at one with Doctor Stone's return for part two of the New World, and then at 1:30. One Piece is back at 1.30, and at 2, Naruto Shippuden is back at 2, and we already mentioned that we have no idea what's going on with 2.30. Though it is kind of interesting that the week before um, 
Unicorn Warriors Eternal is at 3 a.m. So maybe that'll move up or something. Maybe they'll play Superman. You don't know. Definitely not IGPX, though. (laughs) That is not ready. And one more thing. I don't think this is going to stay two episodes of Demon Slayer. So. Oh, no, definitely not. The reason I I say that is because, one, it's only seven episodes, this arc. And you you can't do that back-to-back episodes because it's an odd number. Mm-hmm. I think that they just doubled it up on the first week. Maybe they'll do it on the second week for consistency, but only if they're going to do a Thanksgiving marathon and they want to, you know, play more of Demon Slayer before that. But I really think what they're going to do is just bump things up and go back to having two episodes of One Piece, which please do. Dressrosa can't be one episode. <laughs> On the other hand, maybe there's something else. Maybe, maybe Scavengers Reign. Maybe oh my god, some other acquisitions that they pull out of nowhere. Scavengers Reign would be perfect. It would be perfect for Toonami. I would. I definitely want to see Scavengers Reign on Toonami. I watched only one episode. Excellent. It took all my restraint not to keep going. But I saw one episode because I really? was like, just in case, just I mean, in case I, I needed. I, to I've see. just been watching it. Yeah. <laughs> they no, come out I with just, three a week. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to, like, give myself that benefit of the doubt. But it's it was it, I love the animation style, the story. It's like perfect. And Jason loves it. He talks about it all the time on Twitter, too. So <clears throat> it is that's just a fantasy. But it, it, it's one that could be. <laughs> well. Jason has said, if it airs on Adult Swim, it'll air on Toonami. Mm-hmm. And there was that article previously where they said it will air on Adult Swim, and I'm not sure who knows what. But Aren't those episodes really short, though? No, they're standard length. Oh, are they? Oh, okay. Yeah. And they'll finish the season uh, in just a couple of weeks because they're doing three episodes at a time, so all 12 episodes will be out in four weeks. So now so that, that this great. has happened, you know, CJ made a point of saying that <laughs> we can we can't really predict what they're gonna get anymore, which I have always thought has yeah. been the case. But but we can enter a little bit for fun, the realm of speculation, and for the sake of this podcast, I want to pitch an argument for Fire Force Season 3. I freaking love Fire Force. And even though, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 Shonen, we need other stuff. I don't give a fuck. I want to see Fire Force. I love the Fire Force. I'm ready for well, it. Well, yeah, but it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> no, I know. I know. But we're talking about I'm pretty sure that they will get that yeah. whenever it, it it's becomes in the works. available. It's in the works. And I think... I think if they can make Dr. Stone and Demon Slayer happen, obviously I, Dr. Stone, I think was a given because they did part one. They made Demon Slayer happen. I think Fire Force is, is a, almost a shoe in. Yeah, I, I think that's a very high possibility. The question is, 
when will they be able to get something from Crunchyroll that didn't have a pre-existing relationship with Toonami? Because never, never. we <laughs> all know that they want Jujutsu Kaisen. That's that's not going to happen. Are you kidding me? I mean, why why not? Why why is that any less likely than Demon Slayer other than the fact that Demon Slayer aired before? Because because they can get more money from like Netflix and uh, on that I feel like. Well, interestingly enough, uh it was on HBO Max, but it's not on Netflix and I don't think it's on Hulu. I think it's exclusive to Crunchyroll right now. For the record, that's why I haven't watched it yet. Because it it's not on any of the streaming services I subscribe to. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It not really, to it, say it, it super annoyed me that it was on HBO Max and it wasn't on Toonami. Like, come on. Come on with that. Ridiculous. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> and that would be yet again more shown and jump, huh? <laughs> but uh, clearly that's what they're interested in. I mean, I, I look at this development and I think, do they, they're, they're really not beating the allegations that they just stay at home all day and wait for Sony to call back. Because, mm. <laughs> I mean, it's nice that they got something. That's great. It's fantastic. But I mean, this year has been dull. They really couldn't get like anything from Sentai or Viz or Discotech. Really? I, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, like, I, before this happened and even now i'm still going to i'm definitely going to do it now but you know i've been thinking of writing an article of like what i think tsunami needs to do at, at this point to like making it exciting for some points i mean to kind of give you an idea like they could go back and get shows that they've played before that are old i mean do you think that um no, Funimation, not shows not that they played before. Well, no, but, something but, they haven't. But here's yes. the thing. But here's There's the thing. There's so many shows they haven't played. Play something old that they haven't played. Something but, but that here's people the thing. haven't thought. Like bring bring an anime to a new generation. Like no, no, um, I, guys. What's guys. that one space one we talk about all the time? Um, shit, Paul, keep talking. I'll think of it. Space one. <laughs> but 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 th but here's the thing. Again, it's the whole reason I bring up the whole contract thing is because we haven't seen Toonami like you want them to do to bring in new new anime series other than the originals they're getting. And also, you're not seeing them go for like the spaceship Yamato thing. You know what I mean? You're not seeing them try to go outside and get like a psychopath that's been out for years. It, it still would be a good show to put on Toonami. But you don't see them doing any of that. What I'm suggesting is go out and get those series that people want to see again, like Yu Yu Hakusho, for example. Um, some other older series that you know that you can pick up. Heroic and, Age. And it could be. That's the that? one. Heroic oh, Age. That's what you were talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Nobody's seen that. I feel like only a small select group of people know Heroic Age and have seen it. I think like that would do really well in Toonami. But Paul, also, don't you remember when Outlaw Star came back and some folks were excited initially and then nobody cared? I mean, I understand that, but at the same time, like, I'm tired of just seeing the same old, same old on Toonami. I'm, I, I, again, when I keep bringing up, like, Ghost in the Shell, I'm not bringing that up because, like, I'm obsessed with Ghost in the Shell. I'm bringing it up to make a point. You can bring older shows on that you don't have to spend any money on, and it'll refresh the block. That's all I want them to do, Sketch. I just want a refresh. I want them to, if you have to bring in an older show, go ahead. It's not like it's going to cost you any money. We all know, other than Sony being stingy with Demon Slayer, speaking of that, um, this anime is not that expensive for them to get to put on TV when they don't overcharge for it. You know what I mean? So for me, if you can get something that's cheap that Crunchyroll doesn't care about, go ahead, go do it. Like what's, what's the problem with putting some older shows on? I'm not saying do that for, you know, the whole block. I'm saying filter some of that in. Yes. Still try to get some of these new series, but I mean, for all we, for all we know sketch and I'm sure they have been, they're just striking out because Crunchyroll doesn't want to release the grip on even the, their older anime that, you know. Well, now Crunchyroll just has their there. own fast channel to throw their old stuff on, including Yu Yu Hakusho and Soul Leader. They know what they're doing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they know what they're doing because eh, they, they had a Funimation channel and that didn't do really well. So, I mean, well, that was a cable channel. Of course, it didn't do well. Well, I, I get that people that these companies want to try these fast channels, but it's like if you do it for like for example, let, let, let's I use Star Trek as an example because I think it I think it's great what they're doing on Pluto. It got it, it, what is it? Star Trek Next Generation was so popular that they added another Star Trek channel to Pluto. So now you can watch Deep Space 9, Voyager, um, Star Trek and uh, Star Trek the Next Generation, um, the original Star Trek series. The point I'm trying to make is is you need to target a specific thing. So if Crunchyroll were like, okay, I'm going to put on, which would make complete sense, and I think you would agree with me, Sketch, my Hero Academia channel. They have enough episodes that they could they can marathon oh, that yeah. the shit out of that. Same thing with One Piece. They already have a One Piece. Channel. They have a One Piece channel. Like on Pluto, and they a had um, a Lupin. Yeah, I was getting and a Naruto channel. So you understand what I'm saying? Like, but but wait a minute. Are they are they dubbed or subbed? They're subbed. They're yeah. all subbed. So you you and understand what I'm Moon saying? Channel. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like, you have this stuff on Pluto. You're targeting a specific show. You're not doing oh well, we're gonna do a TV channel and have. This show at this time and this show at this time, the fast yeah, they're kind of splitting the difference on that because they play like four shows a day and rotate them. But you I get what I'm saying. Pretty decent. 
But you get what I'm saying, though. Like, if you're going to run a fast channel, it probably should be uh, a marathon. I don't, like, I don't like marathon channels. I love them. You know what? It's really hard to... There, Paul is onto something, though. You said about the Star Trek, it triggered me. Sorry, meaning it is that in a good way or a bad no, way? No, no, in, in a good way. So, people like sometimes to go through things, go back to familiar territory of things they love. Mm-hmm. Now, we obviously have Naruto just for that, except for people like me who couldn't watch it when it was airing live and all that. But, like, old stuff that's familiar, like a Yu Yu Hakusho, for example, you know, there's always, if, if stuff like that was showing on TV and you're flipping channels, like, you can find Star Trek any given day playing on some channel. I think there's three channels on my parents' cable that will play Star Trek at any given any given day, any given hour, right? Mm-hmm. But someone's always going to watch it because it's like every there are people who love it. I think that certain anime have that effect too. Exactly. So it may not be a bad thing. I still think you have to have something fresh and original, but like an original mixed with a classic and then and then some in-between stuff of like dubs mm-hmm. from stuff that they like Dr. Stone that's still airing here but can air here like we but we've been saying this for years like a mix of things on Toonami would be ideal for them and for us that's what I'm going for you can appeal to a wide range of fans and like like some some of these series are really rewatchable you know I doubt that I doubt that they'll be able to get a Yu Yu Haka show, but I definitely think there's opportunity for like I I always thought D Gray Man would be great one day for this for this block because it could introduce the series to a new generation of viewers who weren't all on board with it, and it's got it's really got the tsunami vibe. It's got like the edgy shonen, you know, kind of like gothic appeal. There's action. There's some like superhero stuff. Like that's like the tsunami vibe. But but I, you have to have I think to to make it all work to tie it together. There has to be one original in there somewhere, or at yes. least one original to look forward to. Yeah. So, no. I, and and what you're saying, Kuro, is exactly where I, where I was trying to go with it. Because yeah. honestly, like I want the mix. I don't need you to play every single new series that's popular out there on the block. What I'm asking you to do is just to mix it up and mm-hmm. to have the variety of older shows in that on there too. Um, but like, you know, using Yu Yu Hakusho, for example, the reason I brought that one up is they've put that on YouTube for free dubbed at one point. So it's like, you know, if you're going to do that, you're telling me that that show is going to cost them an arm and a leg to, to put on TV. I highly doubt it. So, you know, put something that people want because people are, People do miss the tsunami of yesterday. They do miss the Tenshi shows. Not 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 G, GXP. Let's get that out of there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love you, Colt. <clears throat> uh, anyways, um, so, but like putting Tenshi back on there, putting Yu Yu Hakusho back on there. I'm trying to think what else. Like, I mean, you 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 played Inuyasha, so you don't have to put that on there because that was on Adult Swim anyway. So. But, you know, you, you get where I'm going with this. Like, you can bring back some old stuff and play some new stuff, and people will watch. It's the general idea of why you I can't why imagine you do Viz would charge them too much for Death Note. 
No. Please don't. That technically no, no. didn't air on Toonami before. Heavy, heavy no. veto. Holy crap, do not air Death Note. Please, please. Oh, what's, you don't like Death Note? No, and I know I'm the only person in the world, but I don't care. I don't want to see it. Nice. Curl, <laughs> oh, what we'll God. do is we'll play the live action version from Netflix. Oh, God. No, 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 no. You know, I'd rather la- watch the live action because at least then I can, like, yeah. be justified in saying this is terrible. I just hate the concept. <laughs> but, I, I mean, in all seriousness. the concept of this show. It's like, it's like, almost, I mean, okay, I know that I, I hated Tokyo Ghoul. But it just brings back those memories of the Ooh, same kind of like, like, really, this is the kind of style, like, people like this shit? Why? Why do people mm-hmm. like this shit? <sighs> Sorry. No, you, you I want to see, like, space and fighting and magic. Those exactly. are the things well, that I want to see. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to go, if we're going to go that far, why don't they put Sailor Moon back on Tsunami? It's been okay, long yeah. enough. Oh, hell yes. Like, fuck, I, I mean. Sailor Moon. <laughs> I mean, shit, let's just, let's just throw the whole thing on there. Fuck it. Are you I mean, kidding me? That would be the best day of my life. Holy crap. I would love that. I'd love and that. You know, I do find it funny, though, that, you know, Adult Swim was doing these marathon channels before Pluto. And now, like, you see, like, Pluto doing it. You see these other these other streamers having these fast channels, so to speak, or marathon channels, whatever you want to call them. Um, and a lot of them are doing it just on YouTube. Yeah, they're doing it that way, too. So it's like... You know, it's it's really funny to see like maybe Adult Swim has been on to a lot of things. I mean, Cartoon Network was on to a lot of things when they had Toonami Jetstream. So I mean, imagine if that would have happened when streaming first started. Like, yeah, if they'd held out just a little bit longer, it would have been interesting. It would have been great, and I think they, they would have been successful. They could have been Crunchyroll, <laughs> early yeah. Crunchyroll, anyway. So. Whatever they add to this lineup, there it's gonna it's gonna need a, a female protagonist because we we got to break up the boys club a little bit. Well, they should have just kept going with Fena, but they just they were just like, oh no, we're good. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of that, so uh, yeah, somebody was asking Demarco about why there wasn't more Fena, and he just straight up threw Crunchyroll under the bus. <laughs> And then it wasn't even on. They took it down. It was one of the hot, highest selling series oh, on yeah. iTunes, and yeah. they took it down. And, and Black Lotus got pulled off of digital storefronts, even though it was making money. Several other shows. Yeah. So what's that about? Uh, wasn't making enough money, I guess. Oh, that's optimistic of you. I I was thinking that was a crunchy roll. Oh, no, 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 because all those other Warner Brothers Discovery shows also got nuked at the same time. So I don't think it had anything to do. So with Where Crunchy the fuck Roll. are you going to be able to buy? Sorry, but where are you going to buy these series? Then You can't. That's the point. Yeah. Yep. Hey, hey, this is why people pirate. I'm just saying this is why people pirate. It's at least one reason why people pirate. Yes. <laughs> And how they are entirely justified I mean, in doing so. Exactly. I mean, that's the only good reason to pirate is if a show is nowhere to be found and it's been basically written off. I mean, it's it's, it's really fishy that they're like, all right, we wrote these shows off and we're going to leave them on digital fronts. And then when nobody's looking, oh, they're gone. We got rid of them, even though they were still selling. 
Hey, I liked rewatching Fena. I thought Crafty it was. Business. I still think it's visually Crafty stunning. Business. Well, I made sure to get it before it was gone, but I mm, certainly a lot of saved, people didn't. Yeah, I have it saved on my DVR still. So <laughs> I have some Shenmue episodes saved on my DVR because that's Shenmue the only way DVR. to watch it. <laughs> it's the only way because hey, the dub is one. not available anywhere. That would be another one that would be great to know what happens next. Holy crap, talk about unfinished stories. Shenmue. Um, what a ripe opportunity. Gone sour. <laughs> so, no, I really want to talk about the fact that uh, they wanted to do more. They said that the director wanted to do more and that Crunchyroll wasn't interested. Like, okay. However, I'm sensing a theme here. Didn't DeMarco previously say that? the director did what he wanted to with the story and didn't intend to continue it. I was like, all right, these are conflicting. <laughs> was he just trying to not throw Crunchyroll under the bus at the time? <laughs> no, it's don't believe his lies. Story. Like you wouldn't start. Like, I feel like Shenmue, like you don't start it. Because there's still more, there's so much more story to tell. I like was talking whole... about Fena. Oh, 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 okay. I was, I was talking about Fena. I don't know <laughs> what's going on with Shinmu. Uh, but all three of those shows, uh, Shinmu, Black Lotus, and Fena, are still available in Japanese on Crunchyroll. I mean, they're, you know, they're subtitled in English too. Actually, uh, the Spanish dub, I believe, of Black Lotus is also on Crunchyroll, so that that's something. It's uh, it's pretty crappy that they just pulled those off of there with no notice. I guess they consider it, it notice enough that they were <laughs> getting rid of it everywhere else a year ago. But yeah, none of that. It's a, it's a real shame. It's a real um, shame for anybody who missed out on those. Content-wise, though, this um, Doctor Stone arc and Demon Slayer arc are really great. I think mm -hmm. this Doctor Stone, first of all, you know, it it left a really juicy cliffhanger where well, there's a potential. What next? Yeah, there's a potential machine that is turning people to stone. They have half their crew and they have to rescue them. Like that's a hell of a that's a hell of a cliffhanger obviously and then demon slayer the mugen train arc is fantastic it really digs it the heartstrings the action superb the characters are interesting and do interesting things and it's like it's got the the stuff that you loved about demon slayer plus plus more i think content wise these are exciting it'll be exciting few weeks to watch. And, and even if you've seen it before, it's fun to rewatch, but for the few that haven't seen this part of demons Slayer, like you're going to absolutely be blown away by the story for sure. It's and I have no good. idea what's going to happen on Dr. Stone. No freaking idea. And I can't wait. I need to see it. I'm so anxious. I'm like literally crawling out of my chair to watch what happens next on Dr. Stone. <laughs> Can't handle yes. not knowing. We don't know so yeah, what, Demon Slayer. what what all they're going to do for the holidays coming up, whether or not there'll be uh, preemptive programming on November 25th. But I really think the reason why they're doubling up 
Demon Slayer on that first night is so that they can make sure to play all seven episodes before Christmas. And then they can marathon them all on December 23rd. (laughs) And there's something else that might pop up before the end of the year, and that being the second Attack on Titan special, which will be 85 minutes. Even longer than the last one. That will take four time slots. That is a freaking movie. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) I'm glad that they're not trying to cram it into 60 minutes because that probably wouldn't been quite enough for it to have enough breathing room. Is there a reason that this wasn't broken down more? Is it, is it, is it, because I haven't seen. You know, I don't interestingly know if anyone has enough, seen the rumbling in centers. Is it not, Kate, you can't break it down? Is that You is can just, break it down. It, it okay. could have been episodes. They just decided to do two TV specials, though oddly enough, they're also going to broadcast as episodes in Japan, like normal-sized episodes. So it came out to be about, uh, it came out to be seven episodes. Three for the first part and four for the second. Okay, but is this really the end? Because the final extra final crap bullshit. Yeah, it's supposed to be the end, though. Supposedly there is a new manga chapter that's going to happen at some point. Of course. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. But that could potentially air before the end of the year. It might wait until January or later who knows but clearly sony and toonami are talking in some (laughs) in some fashion so that's or forcing them who knows not not gonna not gonna take another six months like the first one why just just why (laughs) i just i would just love to know if after what happened with demon slayer the first time if they basically their lawyers buckled down and said, if you do this with another show, we're going to sue the fuck out of you. <laughs> and that's why after after that, all of a sudden shows just started playing when they were supposed to. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, well, the one thing I do know, basis. the one thing I do know is that, you know, well, now it's Warner Media. I don't um, think it would be a breach of contract or anything that they could sue over. Well, if they were, if they continued to jack the price so they wouldn't take the show, then yeah, it it would be. I, I can't explain it, but it, it would be something where lo, the the lawyers would could be like, um, and I, I can't think of the word because it's so late at night and I need to go to bed. But mm-hmm. um, there's, in in if if you take a contract and you're literally forcing this this entity every single time to not do something because you jacked the price after a while that looks a little funny and oh, i mean that's it, it, you know that's just i think business supply is, and demand it is but if you're doing it with all of your contracts at a certain point when a judge looks at that they're gonna go okay cut it out or i'm gonna let them sue you because you can't do that in business. I can't think of the term off the top of my head, but it's just. The, yeah, the it's, issue is the issue that I mean, I don't know if this would qualify, but I do know that 
one industry issue is vertical monopolies is mm-hmm. is in Crunchyroll is dangerously walking that line. Is one organization or company able to dominate and monopolize an industry through several step processes up the chain? So, in it, for example, both creative um, parts, so cr- creating, animating, um, voicing, dubbing, all of that stuff, like in one industry. And there are some pretty sketchily worded rules about that. But I think for international properties too, there's a lot of work around. That would be perhaps the only, and we talked about this back when we had our crunchy roll bitch session that, you know, (laughs) yeah, back when, you know, Hollywood used to do exclusive contracts with actors and actresses back in the 1930s. And an actor was prevented from contracting with another studio unless they got their own studio's permission. So basically they were locked down. And one um, famous actor, she challenged this and it went to the Supreme Court. Um, Name escapes me. Um, What's her name? It's it's late at night. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, she challenged this really famous case and she won and it changed the way the industry functioned. And basically what, you know, we were saying in this conversation is if there was a similar situation with the anime industry and with Crunchyroll, someone brave enough with a really good attorney could challenge them on that basis. But I'm not, I'm not knowledgeable enough to say for sure whether or not there would be a basis. And I don't, I don't want to come out here on this podcast and be like, that needs to happen. Like, cause I don't know what the legalities of that are. All I know is that there's been a precedence in this country for it. And there certainly is a lot of, from a, from a viewer's perspective, a lot of domination of Crunchyroll in this industry right now that seems to be um, unfairly uh, protecting rights and keeping control of rights of things that is preventing a lot of viewership access. And certainly, certainly the lack of negotiation with voice actors and all the stuff with SAG-AFTRA and all that jazz is part of that equation Mm -hmm. as well. I do. I do wonder if at some point these voice actors will unionize in Texas and this will become a thing like, like those two, um, you know, those two unions, the writers guild and the actors, uh, protesting. I I do wonder if that's going to become a thing. I, I do hope it becomes a thing because I think it will help them. I think it, it it's it's one of these things where I just I, I look at Sony and I say to them, you had such a great relationship with Toonami when fun when you were just dealing with Funimation, it was a great relationship. You guys did so much great work together, and it went from that to, and I think it honestly started once that merger happened between Funimation and Crunchyroll. And even with Demon Slayer, it was like, what what are you guys doing? Like, are are you going to be fair about this stuff? Or are you just going to be assholes and ignore contracts? Like, you never had, they had never done that to Toonami before. It just didn't, it, it rubs me the wrong way to this day that they would just sit there and go, 
no, you can't have this show. But then the other shows like My Hero Academia, Dr. Stone, you know, these other shows, right when they're supposed to come out, Toonami gets it and then it's on the next day on their streaming service like nothing had happened attack on titan 2 it's it's just it's like this one show what what was wrong about this and were you if you were intending to do that with the other shows no it's not just one don't forget about mob what they do with mob uh they couldn't get season two. Oh, mob that's right mob psycho i th- i thought that was a little bit that was a weird one, though. That wasn't. I mean, because... that was just Crunchyroll. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's uh, Crunchyroll and Toonami have never really gotten along, even though they collaborated on original productions. Yeah. And then when Sony bought Crunchyroll, Funimation started acting like Crunchyroll. <laughs> yeah. Again, we, we, we're just speculating here, but for me, it makes logical sense that, you know, well, actually, you know, this, this is what, this is the thing that came to mind and then I'll stop talking about this and we can, <laughs> we can move on. But I wonder, and I don't know who, who, if there was anybody behind Demon Slayer over in Japan, like Toei's behind like Dragon Ball Z or whatever, but I almost wonder if somehow they got it. You know, they they went to so to whoever has it in Japan, and they gave it gave them TV rights. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know. I mean, that could be a possibility too because that's happened before. I mean, and it happened I with think, One I Piece. I think it's I think it's just been long enough because it it's Anaplex. Anaplex has always had Demon Slayer. I think it's just it's been long enough that they don't want to charge that much more because it's been everywhere. It's streamed everywhere, so. Hmm. Not that big a deal. But on that topic, now we don't know if it's just these seven episodes, but I would find that to be rather unusual if that were the case, because the no. um, the entertainment district arc originally aired back to back with the Mugen Train arc when it was airing in Japan. So they'll probably continue to the entertainment district arc in uh january or so they should be able to pick it up right when they do the first normal lineup of january be that january 6th or whatever and then that that will be uh it's 11 episodes but both the first one and the last one are hour long episodes so they would fill two slots so that complicates things a little bit but probably not that's the other reason why I don't think that they would do uh, doubled up episodes for uh, more than maybe two weeks is because when they get to episode seven of Mugen Train and then they'd have to start the next arc if they wanted to continue it. And that episode is an hour. So that would be an hour and a half of Demon Slayer that night. <laughs> I don't think they want to do that. Not for a premiere. I I, I have might even have though. the swordsmith arc, but probably not that. I don't think they're that generous. <laughs> I mean, I I do have to agree with you on that, though. I I think that they are going to probably get the next season as well. I mean, that that would just make sense to me. And um, the only thing is, Netflix did have to wait like a couple of months to get that next part, so they might 
they might pace it out a little bit, but I think they'll probably just start it in January. I mean, I hope they do. <laughs> what else are they going to hear? Mm. Hopefully scavengers by then. Like, geez. Oh, my and Lord. Maybe Uzumaki. Something. You don't have to wait till October. Just play it when it's ready. You stress that enough. Uh, I also want to preface that even though this is happening, it doesn't necessarily mean that Crunchyroll Gate is over. <laughs> it could be specifically this show and its pre-existing relationship with Tsunami playing a factor as it did with Food Wars and Dr. Stone and My Hero Academia. As at least we can speculate as much. Uh, also, it is Aniplex and they do have some level of autonomy themselves they don't necessarily have to uh play by crunchy rules rules and before it was anaplex actually that which sony has also always owned so uh anaplex normally would cut tsunami really great deals but this particular time not so much so here we are two years later and it's finally happening that may not mean anything in particular. If something like Jujutsu Kaisen or Spy Family or uh, Chainsaw Man were to show up on Toonami, that would be a pretty good indication that Crunchyroll's ready to play ball. Or, you know, any of their other licenses that are not a, something that used to be on Toonami at some point. Or a sequel thereof. But hey, if sequels are on the table... Maybe Megalobox Nomads finally get air. <laughs> Maybe Dinazenon, though it's not technically a sequel, it's kind of a spinoff. <laughs> Who knows? Anything can happen. And things <coughs> can always change, as is the case here. Don't let your dreams just be dreams. <laughs> we can only dream. Don't pick stuff that you've already seen and be like, can you play this? I really like this show. Like, Well, if you do that, that, then you better show up and watch it. Yeah. Like, the, no, the point the point is to show shit that you haven't watched. <laughs> that's the point. Well, that's a catch-22 because then you don't know if it's good or not. You know, I, my my gauge is the, the commercial, the ratings, and the one episode watch, and I'll be like, this would be great. <laughs> so... Speaking of ratings, and the ratings mean jack crap for the most part at this point. Uh, you know, the the Fooly Cooly sequels did all right. They did something in the two hundred thousand range every week. So I will say this: even though it may seem like Demon Slayer two years late is not something that they really needed to bother with, if it does better than that, then well. Maybe it was worth getting after all. We shall see. Frankly, uh, I would rather have a bunch of things that most nobody's ever heard of pop up onto Tsunami than more things that everybody's heard of. Agreed, 100%. And there's so many shows. If you can't get them from Crunchyroll, then get them from somebody else. They can't all be out of reach. I just I just don't think they're digging. Though it doesn't help when companies 
like Sentai co-produce a new fantasy adventure anime and don't dub it. Can't be on Toonami if you don't dub it. Exactly. I, I, <laughs> apparently the logic behind that is if people didn't watch, then they're not going to dub it. But I was waiting for a dub to watch it. <laughs> That's um the sacred beast of ours, by the way. Which is coming to Blu-ray with no dub. And I'm like, uh... Meanwhile, Crunchyroll decides not to dub Bochi the Rock, which was very popular on the internet. And while it might not be the easiest thing to dub, you still probably should have tried. <laughs> Stupid. Is Giant Beast of Ours not ever getting a dub? I wouldn't say that. Because Sentai has this weird thing where they occasionally release something sub only and then sometime later they're like actually we will dub this <laughs> it's pretty inconvenient honestly but it's nice that they get around to dubbing it eventually so i'm not gonna say it's never gonna happen but if people don't buy that blu-ray it probably won't <laughs> and i don't think i'll be buying it unless i find a good sale for it which i hope i do because it did look interesting on that note, I have pumpkin muffins awaiting to be eaten. <laughs> Make sure you send me and sketch them. Mm-hmm. Warm and fresh. Yes. Welcome back to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, where we are continuing our adventures with Superman. I am your host, Sketch, and with me, I have... Paul Biscrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... Steven Oz, social media dude. Well, Paul, you've actually been watching this one. Yes, I watched the whole thing. Good, good job. Thank you. Do I, do I get a Scooby snack for that? You do get a Scooby snack for that. Yay. So you're going to send it overnight or? <laughs> yes, nothing but the best for you. Overnight shipping. Oh, you do love me. Look at that. It'll only be six hours stale. <laughs> Look, Scooby snacks are supposed to, you know, last in the box for a while. So should be fine. I'm not going to send them old Scooby snacks. I mean,. Why would you think I would do that? Because <laughs> you're a sketch. Uh, what? <laughs> I mean, what <laughs> what definition of sketch are we talking about here? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, this would be a great segue if we were talking about that uh, upcoming Scooby-Doo movie featuring crypto and uh, Superman characters. But we're not. But we are talking about Superman, which is also owned by <laughs> owned by Warner Brothers Discovery. Orned? Orned. Orned! That's the name of uh, A- Aquaman's brother, right? Yeah. I thought there was Orm. I don't know. It's yeah, you're right. It is Orin. <laughs> it is. He's not in this. No. Probably not even in season two. Probably not. But there are some interesting, unexpected characters that popped up in... 
particularly these last five episodes of the season, we're covering six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And uh, the first of which is, oddly enough, I thought it was going to be Gorilla Grodd, but no, it was another famous DC gorilla. It's Monsieur Mala and the Brain. They're Mala and the Brain. Yes, Mala and the Brain. Are, One is a genius. I, I have a question about that. Yeah, there's the that. Brain. <laughs> are, yeah. are, are they in a relationship? I'm, I'm confused. They are in a they relationship. Are, yeah. Okay. They I are just wanted in a to relationship, make sure. <laughs> and that's... I thought that was newer than it actually is. It's, that's been... Like that since the eighties, I guess. Yeah, that's that's been a thing for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it nonetheless seems rather progressive for this to be popping up in a. Well, it was supposed to be a kids show. Mm-hmm. So, hey, maybe that's why it's not a kids show. Uh could be uh, one of the reasons. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm not used to. Mala and the brain being not nefarious, so that's that was a change. I mean, they they, kind of were, kind of. I mean, they're mad scientists, but are they? No, not really. Made a made a deadly wormhole, black hole, and made some mutants that looked like Gurren Lagann robots. So why weren't they robots if they looked like Gurren Lagann robots? These are the questions. And uh, they weren't the worst people to kidnap Jimmy, I guess. No. (laughs) Oddly enough, one of the best. Uh, Yeah. As as far as who you could find in that forest. God, they had Omex uh, roaming around that whole place. That just Uh another layer of DC comics stuff that just goes crazy after you like you look into it after a few times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Jimmy's able to work through some of his uh, personal issues with being let down by his friends, thanks to uh, Mala and the Brain. Which is was good. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, they get through the Lois and Clark drama pretty quickly. Yeah. Maybe too quickly, but uh, I, I think it's all right. I think it was almost the right amount. Could have could have stood to maybe do one more episode, but eh, it's, it's fine. What they do? Yeah. Also, not used to Cadmus being not nefarious. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little weird. But I mean, that's just Justice League Unlimited in my brain mm-hmm. for eternity. <laughs> there could be the Cadmus side that was like doing. Like okay work, <laughs> you know. It's like <laughs> yeah. not the nef- not the nefarious stuff. Like they were like a one step above. They're like, eh, these are the people that you know could do the good side of it, you know. Mm-hmm. They also stumbled upon some kind of uh, red light filter that hurts Superman or takes away his powers. So, uh, well, that's I'm sure that won't be used for. <laughs> harming superman in the future i'm surprised no, they didn't figure not. that out earlier. Talking about. <laughs> and 
Look, there there are people pointing out how definitely horny this show can be. Oh, yeah. And having, having Clark just lose his shirt and get all sweaty and greased up. That was fan service for, like, everyone. <laughs> Look, this isn't new to DC animation. We've all seen how the girls are drawn in the DCAU. Mm-hmm. But the man service, this is... This is some quality man service. Yeah. And knowing that the next episode was called Kiss Kiss Fallen Portal, I really thought that, like, the black hole, they were going to get sucked into it or something. But no, they managed to stabilize it. Mala and the brain went off to some other universe where they can hopefully be happy and not be persecuted. Mm-hmm. I almost want to start going like Mala in the brain. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> it just rolls up the tongue. It's really, it's really good. Oh man. I mean, fantastic job that the actors did, but imagine if it was Rob Paulson, Maurice Lamars. <laughs> but it have to, it probably have to be switched around. So Maurice would be Mala. And Rob would be the brain doing a probably questionable German accent. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I all of the DC stuff that I've seen them in, which is admittedly pretty much just Young Justice and Teen Titans, the original, they mm-hmm. are not good. <laughs> but there's other versions of them. Uh, yeah, Teen Titans Go had uh, them in it and it mainly yeah, with the brain yeah, talking that, yeah true. it wasn't really anything with mala doing anything just his like sidekick yeah so. yeah i mean it's teen titans go <laughs> yeah. i don't think they've done the best uh best work with uh mala and the brain in that case but eh. <laughs> it is kind of funny to have him be the like the neighbor to the doom patrol <laughs> That's that's pretty amusing. In the few Doom Patrol episodes that they do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And apparently in the uh, the live action Doom Patrol series, Mama and the Brain are in that too. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> I'll be real with you. <laughs> I just keep saying Mala and the Brain because I don't want to say Monsieur Mala because I'm going to say it wrong at least. Monsieur. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Sacre bleu. Mon cher mola. Mon ami. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, the, the, the episode titled Kiss Kiss Fallen Portal, which is an obvious riff on Sakura Kiss, the opening to Oron High School Host Club. Oh, these, these, these people... I thought it was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Okay, so there you go. They, well, I mean, it could be a complex combination of things for True. all we know. And in that episode, it's Mr. McSpillick. I got it close enough. I'm just going to keep calling him Mixie. Yeah. yeah. It's better <laughs> Mixie, that way. Mixie shows up and gives us even more fan service by turning Clark into... Uh, Fleischer Superman, 
DCAU Superman and a crab. And apparently that crab image was very expensive. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't have figured. Uh, David Ergo Jr. voices Mixy, <laughs> and he's also Plucky Duck and Hampton in the Tiny Toons Luniversity, and I think he's doing a great job in all those roles. He's got good manic energy. Mm-hmm. Very enjoyable. I. Uh, it is uh, definitely a different character design. <laughs> oh yeah, that's more like space. Not even it, spacey, like just like no outrageous. It's it's, it's it's like look for real. He looks like one of the Kai's from Dragon Ball with a little mm-hmm. mix of Inuyasha and yeah some other sprightly characters in anime. I mean, these people definitely watch a lot of anime. (laughs) But it's fun to think that even though Mixie can look different in so many different universes, it's still the same guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a big old multiverse out there, but he's still the same. And he's still got his little hat. That's that's my one gripe. I don't like the hat changed. Should have stayed the hat, even though it doesn't really go with the rest of the look uh, yeah but the hat the hat's cool it, it's the he way they present though. it at the end of the episode was a very fun touch mm-hmm. i was uh i was i was very amused so this is an interesting choice paul what do you think of the decision to introduce the multiverse this early on I mean, did they really introduce the multiverse, though? I mean, yeah. It's the the League of Lois Lanes and... Oh, that one. Um, Well, I mean, since I've never seen the League of Logan of Lois Lanes, like, yeah, I mean, that's that's interesting, but... It's also how they introduce Kryptonite and inform Clark what planet he came from. All... Curious choices. I mean, not necessarily bad ones, but definitely, definitely pretty different. But of course, they got to hide the footage of bad Superman. (laughs) Every bad Superman out there. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yep. Little nod to the Justice Lords. Mm -hmm. Little nod to DCAU Lois. I love it that Mixie's talking to uh, the fun Lois, as he calls her. Mm-hmm. Though originally, what does he call her? Oh, boy. Uh, what was it? Uh, I can't even remember, but it was pretty insulting. But he calls her the fun Lois. It's like, oh, Lois Prime would have loved you. Why? Because she didn't trust anybody else either. <laughs> It makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> All the information in the multiverse at your fingertips. <laughs> slay. <laughs> Just slaying. And dependable Clark, mm. a.k.a. <clears throat> gullible Clark. Yeah. Oh, man, he really uh, put one over on him. Mm-hmm. It made sense, though. Because that's what Clark did he trust people and so then yeah, who would he not this, trust well, this guy it wasn't that he hey, 
Very. It wasn't that he trusted him. It was more or less Lois was in trouble, and he's like, oh, I got to go get my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they start this episode with both Lois and Clark having separate murder boards trying to... <laughs> Clark is trying to plan out the perfect date. Lois is trying to find out about Clark's real family. Clark's real family is the Kents, okay? <laughs> if that isn't hammered in by the end of this, mm-hmm. it certainly is. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving with the Clints. <laughs> I almost said the Clarks. The Kents. <laughs> the Clark Kents. The cleanse, the cleanse, the clamps. Uh, Futurama's back and it's still good. <laughs> very, very entertaining stuff. <clears throat> yeah. So multiversal shenanigans. Uh, a lot of Lois's don't trust Clark's for obvious reasons. Though they try to hide it from Lois, which doesn't seem very sensible, all things considered. I don't know why they're... (laughs) I guess they're concerned that she would warn Clark. Yeah, that's about all I got. Yeah, I I wouldn't... I don't understand why they would do that either. It... If you would want someone like Lois Lane in the legal Lois Lanes, such as this fun Lois Lane... But warning him wouldn't change the fact that he could go evil or Mm -hmm. do they. And here's the thing. Do they want this Clark to go evil? Do these League of Lois Lanes want their Clarks to go evil somehow? That's a. Oh, might be something that might be something. I don't think they necessarily want him to go evil. They just assume he's gonna. Because all the past Lois Lanes in this league do go evil? They're, they're uh, Clarks, supposedly do. Hmm. Well, maybe not all of them. <laughs> There's definitely some with some <laughs> big chips on their shoulders. True, yeah. And a female Jimmy! <laughs> that was a fun one. Yeah, it was fun. Another Firebird. Firebird stick together. Flame, flame bird. Flame bird. Flame bird. Flame they stick together. They do. They do. And as the title implies, eventually they kiss. And when they kiss, the battle is going on, so there's fireworks. <laughs> of course there is. It's very fun. It was a really fun episode. <clears throat> nice diversion. And yeah. so and it's so like Filled in some plot holes for Jimmy, for Lois, for mm-hmm. Clark. I love the fact that in episode six, Jimmy's like, Clark, I know you're Superman. This isn't news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you called it, Steven. You called I, it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it made sense that he knew the whole time, because if they were living together, if they were doing, he would see things. But mm. yeah. It it all it did make sense lore wise too, but I mean eventually, yeah, eventually. And he, he had a lot of maturity about it. It's like, hey, yeah, I thought it was a sensitive topic. I'd wait for you to bring it up. You told her first. <laughs> oh, James, you you were doing so well till then. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, their drama get they they get over it, and now they all know, and uh, they they can be a a unit. They can move on. Yeah, they can move on. It is an interesting choice for this to be revealed so early on, before they even become reporters. Mm-hmm. Not that becoming reporters comes much later, because it comes quite soon. Yeah. After that break, they just got it. Yeah. I, I love Perry's like, you're terrible interns. My only choice was to promote you to reporters. <laughs> you could have just fired them. Could have. <laughs> could have. Also, he buys Flamebird. Yeah. Five million. For, for five million dollars. Five million. Are they going to run that without Jimmy? Yeah, what is that? What's it gonna look like? Is it a social media thing? Yeah, no. they bought his account and you know his his persona. So I, hmm, there could be like a B plot in the future where they're yeah. like trying to work out the kinks of that. Because mm-hmm. also Jimmy is very rich. Yeah, that's way more money than a twenty-something knows how to do with. <laughs> Things going to be gone within a year. I'm sure he'll make very wise investments. Mm-hmm. No, he won't. <laughs> Buy a bunch of tech. I hope one of the things that he buys or creates with that money is a watch that calls Superman. Yes. <laughs> Even though he, um, I mean, <laughs> all he needs is like you know. Yeah, an Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clark could never afford that. Yeah, not to buy him one. He'll buy Lois one too. Yeah, everybody gets an Apple Watch. Amazing my, watch. My Adventures with Superman season two, sponsored by Apple. <laughs> but it better not air there. No. <laughs> oh no no no. No 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 no. Uh, that's good levity, but, uh, the, uh, I forgot to mention after they uh, left Cadmus and Cadmus was abandoned, who would show up, but the general and Ivo and general's like, all right, use this tech to improve your tech. And Ivo's like, oh yeah, I can use all this stuff. By the way, is Dr. Ivo supposed to be Metallo too? No. no, no, he's supposed to be Dr. Anthony Ivo, the creator of Amazo, and Amazo Tech is already a thing, so to speak. But mm-hmm. for some reason, they decided to mash him up with Parasite by having him create Parasite armor using the fragment of the Parasite that he finds, which continues to mess him up more and more every time he uses it. Mm-hmm. It just made me think that, like, like this is supposed to be this Superman's version of Metallo because he he's always trying to absorb Superman's power. That's what Parasite does, not Metallo. Yeah, Metallo. Metallo's Metallo. just kryptonite powered, so. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised if a is Parasite the one that's the purple like. dude? Yeah. yeah, Parasite's the purple. Oh, I thought it, I thought it was a different name. I thought it was Metallo or something. No, what? Yeah, what Sketch had Metallo's the guy that basically 
doesn't like Superman. Um, gets a robot who, body that's powerful. Who was that, who was that in? Um, who was that in? Uh, Superman, um, the animated series was that was that Parasite? Both Parasite, Parasite and Metallo were in it. Yeah, Parasite was the the guy who was always covered all the time with the purple. Why do I remember him as Metallo? That's so weird. Okay. <laughs> and Metallo is usually either like he's completely hiding the fact that he's a robot or he's part of his skin is missing so you can see a little robot underneath him. Or a lot of robot, rather. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Superman villains. <laughs> Speaking of Superman villains... There's a lot of Superman villains and also not Superman villains. You know, they kind of threw some other DC villains in here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's OK. It's you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but. Uh, Task Force X has uh, recruited all of the criminals that stole the tech from them. I mean, I'm sure sense. nothing could possibly go wrong. Yeah, oh, so so recruit or force? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Recruit's the nice way of putting it. Yeah. The the, the Task X uh, did their own um, collar kind of yeah. thing. You know, it's yeah, either you know you're getting a thing in your head or you're getting a collar on you. It's one of the two. Well, it's better than the kind that explode. True. Yeah. Also, how you know this is not intended for adults. They're not called the Suicide Squad. Nope. Though it would Task be interesting. sex. It would be interesting if in the future they rebrand as the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Might not happen, but I, yeah. I could I could see that potentially yeah. happening. I mean, if they're getting in with like Checkmate and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know they're going to... Take some other names for it. So you never know. They might put them in there. So the general and Amanda Waller are being pretty crafty using the invisible guy to make it look like Superman is a menace. And also his super hearing has activated and people, people have problems. (laughs) That's the best quote in like the whole show. (laughs) Jimmy, Jimmy. People have problems. Whoever cut the promo for that, amazing. <laughs> Just that. Now give me more po- coffee. Anybody else <laughs> notice that there is like somebody screaming because they're about to die in some of those mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. moments? But he goes and saves the cat or, <laughs> you know, whatever. whatever. Yeah, that's uh, that would be a lot to take in all at once in a... <laughs> Did a good job. <laughs> Have you slept recently? <laughs> no. <laughs> you wear yourself down, man. You. But it's really frustrating to me in that moment where he he screws up and tries to push the invisible guy out of the way. He succeeds in pushing him out of the way, but he also wrecks up a truck, and everybody's looking at him like he just wrecked up a truck for no reason. Just. <laughs> Take a moment to explain there was an invisible person. Only I could see him. I had to push him out of the way. I mean, 
In Not that, to mention they they said on the news that some invisible person is is you know yeah robbing stores. So it's like, wait a minute, like give him a little. <laughs> you got a guy flying around. I mean, you know, I, yeah. it takes some. You know, these people need to understand. I, I know it sounds a, outlandish, but you're in a city now that has a guy flying around, people running around doing all kinds of crazy things. You know, mm-hmm. you can't be that far removed from society. Uh, it's just, it's a nitpick, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, as he's getting pounded by all the super-powered villains, he, I mean, nobody's like, yeah, get Superman! They're all like, I'm not sure who to root for! Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, maybe we should root for Superman. <laughs> but no, it takes a, takes a motivational speech later from from Jimmy to to rally the people behind Superman. But first, he gets captured after Ivo almost goes out of control and he's reined in by the general. Mm-hmm. But he's captured and he's put into a room with the red light. Huh, that came back. <laughs> I do got a nitpick about Superman getting captured. I don't yeah. think he could like get captured but i mean this i guess he's young enough that he doesn't know fully how to control his powers and that ivo is taking most of it through the parasite suit but getting captured is like a is like a thing that you don't see too much for superman you have to be like doomsday level you know dark side level of Mm -hmm. villain to actually do this to superman to inflict this much damage we're kind of hand waving it between the combination of uh Parasite sucking him dry and Superman not having a good grasp of his regenerative power or any of his powers, really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty hand wavy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but we got to get him into this room where they have the red light so he can't go anywhere. He can get interrogated mm-hmm. and he and the general can finally have a conversation and and. Okay, so they built this room to keep Superman locked up, but they also built it so that he could watch home movies. <laughs> or rather, the memories of the general from that day long ago. They planned it out. <laughs> wow, that's elaborate. <laughs> really like, elaborate. We need to show what's going on. Ivo's like, how can I do that? You need a show in my mind. And here's the, this is what we're going to do. And I'm sure it's a totally invasive procedure. I mean, non-invasive procedure. We're just going <laughs> to you know, put a little something in your head and then you'll be able to project your memories onto the walls. And then he can see all the horrors that he brought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool tech. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> to do that, man, that's yeah, that's next level interrogations. Very, very detailed. But after the interrogation, the general's like, "Huh, maybe I got this wrong." Having a having a little second thought or two. Yeah. Yeah. And Amanda Waller doesn't like that. Nope. So she sabotages. 
she does what she does best. Mm-hmm. As Livewire realizes that she can use her electricity and she busts out Ivo and Ivo goes straight for Superman. Starts sucking up all of his energy, getting bigger and bigger and more monstrous. Like more if you knock them out, he had a weakened state before. Did he just like get more or he's under the red light? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think you. It doesn't take him long to before he's like, you know what? Actually, I'm just going to use electricity. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it totally, totally works. If you uh, turn off all of your lights, that cuts mm-hmm. off the electricity. Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's, that's how that works. It's not how that works. You had me till then, show. Yeah, had me till then. <laughs> uh, but Ivo gets really big, kaiju big. And thankfully, it's n- actually not that hard to dispatch him once uh, Superman uses his uh, super sight and can. X ray vision, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> X ray vision and see where Ivo is inside of the monstrosity and just carve him out. Easy peasy. Yeah. So he's a, it's attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kaiju and attack on Titan all rolled into one. Yeah. Oh, you're, oh, you're, you're, you're pulling the small person out of the monster. That is it's attack on Titan. All they needed to say was go for the nape of the neck. Oh, go for God. the nape of the neck. <laughs> His nape was pretty well protected. He had to go from the front. Mm-hmm. Attack its soft underbelly for massive damage. <laughs> yeah. And apparently that corpse is just gonna just just gonna be around. <laughs> it just stays Con- there. Constant memory of the horror that was inflicted upon the city. No one knows how to take it down. I I I feel like Superman could dispose of that. You would think. Uh, let's, uh, let's turn it into a kid's ride. Yeah. <laughs> we got to figure out a way to make money with this. <laughs> we just spent so much money acquiring Flamebird. <laughs> make it into a roller coaster. You go through the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go through the hole of a where he takes out. It's just like this little ride where it like tells you everything that happened does make me wonder if it's... Somebody goes back into it and starts using it. Possibly <laughs> still alive. Who knows? Who knows? You never know. Uh, it's not a pleasant sight, though. <laughs> it's a giant kaiju. Yeah. So that was a climactic two-parter. And there was still one more episode. And you might think, how can they top what they just did? How about a small-scale alien invasion? <laughs> I mean, small-scale relatively. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh, that one's a little weird, that episode, because it's like, wait a minute. Why are you attacking Clark when that's his ship? Yeah, it's weird. And then you see the Brainiac symbol, and you're like, wait a minute. The Kryptonite affects clark and that causes the ship to react 
defensively. Get pissed. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, kryptonite. Oh, got to get rid of it. Which, wow, kryptonite's crazy powerful in this. Mm-hmm. Just, like, Just wait till they be- get the other forms. Oh, yeah. It's a little inconsistent. They had those kryptonite guns with the the League of Lowest Lanes that mm-hmm. incapacitated Clark, but didn't like practically kill him. Whereas this little fragment, which I'm guessing, okay, let's just say it's higher concentrated or like pure kryptonite. Like maybe their guns don't use pure kryptonite, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some explanation, whether it's good or not. <laughs> so yeah, that activates the ship, and uh, that's that's not good. Starts a uh, starts sending something through a portal with the uh, three three uh, circles. The Brainiac. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why it was attacking Superman inside the ship, except Superman was attacking the like the robots inside of there. So maybe it could it was... be a self-defense mechanism. Well, no, thing, she was. Yeah. No, not she. He was in there. He he like gets into the ship and then all of a sudden those drones activate and it's like. OK, um, when you detect that he's. It could have been the kryptonite. Maybe it was they detected the kryptonite and that's why they went after him. I don't know, but yeah, he it, was carrying kryptonite. It, mm-hmm. it might be it might be a thing of uh, trying to destroy it or something. I mean, Brainiac nowadays in the comics, Brainiac. Well, it was always tied with it with um, kryptonite and then uh, krypton and everything because that was like nowadays it's like that was a product that his father and his mother were working on and some type of thing you know it's like you know whatever happened with that stuff and so they're tying it all in that it all makes sense into one i guess Mm -hmm. cohesive thing uh so it could be something with kryptonite that brainiac wants it because he knows well that it could stop these people if I remember too, like Brainiac wasn't Brainiac their like main central system on Krypton, yeah. and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it turned into Some a being. Continuities. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It it's was whatever in, it is in Superman the animated series. Brainiac was hiding the fact that Krypton was going to be destroyed because Brainiac just wanted to save the history of Krypton, and then for Krypton to be destroyed. Right. Yeah. Because. Information's more valuable if the thing no longer exists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're only appreciated after death. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think this was the case with other episodes, but in this particular episode, if you turned on captions, you could understand what Jarrell was saying to. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I mean, it's a still a little jarbled, but it's easy enough to understand. He's just saying, like, hey. Go with what you feel, son. <laughs> I love you. Something it was it was something of I think it was I love you. And Yeah, that was that was the last thing you said. Yeah. Yeah, it was like hey, it's my son. And it's like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
we all know what he meant. Yep. But see that yeah. see that's the weird part now is like he doesn't have like a fortress of solitude, so to speak. He might not yet. Yeah. It's usually well, a long that, time coming. That piece of the spaceship did get cut off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which uh <laughs> I mean the generals are like, call it off, false alarm. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure we could totally explain all of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure Amanda Waller will not know about any of that. No, no, of course not. No, she didn't see that, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty, uh, By the way, are we thinking General Zod or are we thinking somebody else? You know, that is a good question. I, they they said the iconic line or Im- implied the iconic line of kneel before Zod. And they said they will learn to kneel. But you look at the credits and you have Michael Emerson as Brainiac and then you have Kryptonian Warrior voiced by Kari Walgren. That's not Zod, probably. (laughs) But it's also a heavily modulated voice, so... So I have a theory on this. All right. What's your theory? Okay. My theory is that, okay, so you've seen, he says, you know... Uh, Brainiac's like looking to this warrior of the earth and like as a new plan to conquer he goes he goes and Brainiac's like interesting this is happening he didn't foresee it this warrior says humanity will need all of them I think if you look on at that last picture uh, that undeterred warrior uh, had this symbol the Cal L symbol on it you know the the S mm-hmm. um, I think that's his mother uh-huh. That, that's his. I want to say that's his mother because his father doesn't show up, right? His father shows up in this kind of fortress of solitude, like VR mission type thing, you know. And it's like he only like you know he's a ghost, right? His father <laughs> guides him. His mm. mother, his mother, or not exactly his mother. It's the brainiac version of his mother, right? This mm. brainiac version of. All the people that died on Krypton and because it, it makes sense a little bit that he wants to know is Superman wants to know about his mother, about his family and everything. He only sees one side of him through his father, the mother. From what we can see from like what do we have? We didn't have a flashback to his mother only a little bit. Mm hmm. And that was like, Mm. that was a kind of thing of like, the mother did not want to do this, did not understand this. It's like, why are you doing this? As his father was like, this needs to be done. There was a a bit of a conflict between both of them. And so I'm Mm. thinking, so the mother's dead, right? His mom's dead. His father's dead. But this is like a brainiac humanoid robot cyborg version of his mother <laughs> coming to conquer and to stop this Superman because she knows basically what's best for him or some type of thing of kneeling to Brainiac. Well, voice wise, that's pretty interesting because uh, Ma Kent is also Kari Walgren. OK, so then so you have both his mother's. <laughs> Yeah, you have something. Something's going to go on there. Then if that, yeah, that makes sense of having the 
undeterred Kryptonian warrior be her and then his mother mm-hmm. being that and yeah it it something's going on something's happening speaking of big family reveals to the shock of no one the general is lois's father <laughs> wow. oh, to the shock of no one <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was pretty obvious yeah <laughs> Yeah, we knew it was coming. That wasn't that wasn't a shock to me at all. But it sure did make for an awkward uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, you got to help me find the general. I don't well, like that this didn't general. Take any time he's at nothing. All. He's nothing like his daughter. His daughter's so sweet. Well, yeah. <laughs> Lois can be sweet. She can also be very stubborn and feisty. Just like the general. <laughs> I'm sure she takes more after her mother. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I also really love the <laughs> how everybody was grabbing Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when Paul is like, James, I don't think this bird's coming to temp. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all this craziness is happening. It's like, the turkey is in trouble. <laughs> We can't get the bird to come to temp. Come on, Clark. Finish it off for us. <laughs> That's what they, they had it done that for years. Just years of him cooking it with his eyes. I don't recall if they used the, the temp gauge afterwards. It's very <laughs> dangerous not to. They probably did. I might just be forgetting that. I mean, hey, Clark, <laughs> Clark got practice after. You might need a new there. oven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't really get to see the fallout of uh, Clark finding out that there's evil Superman slash Lois was keeping a big secret from him. <laughs> but well, there's a second season for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll we'll get back to it. But yeah, that was a, that was a very... <laughs> awkward awkward uh, time at the at the Kent household mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I love how General's like you look familiar <laughs> do you always wear glasses he's on to you Well, he's going to have a lot more suspicions after Lois practically threw herself at him to mm-hmm. keep to keep Superman from getting killed. <laughs> he's already thinking it. Yeah. Probably already knows anyway. I wouldn't be surprised. It's already putting two and two together. I mean, Jimmy figured it out. I mean, yeah. You'd think. But who will he be keeping it a secret? He might be. Probably. He might be. He's, he'll do it for his daughter. His daughter. He's definitely <laughs> squelching his orders right now, mm-hmm. and that's probably gonna come back to bite him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, almost forgot. <laughs> I iconic moment where uh, Agent Wilson loses an eye. Oh. <laughs> the Slade transformation is complete. Finally. Tis. 
So what do you guys uh, hope for for next season? Ooh, that's, that's a good question. Um, Zod's going to be showing up. Okay. That, that's, that's a major villain. Yeah, that's a, that's a major villain. I, well, I think it's going to be Zod, but I also think, see, I, I, I understand you. You're saying like, this is like a fake Superman's real mom version. I think it's just Brainiac helping Zod. And then basically Brainiac turns on Zod at some point And it's just like, yeah. Um, so, no. Paul, do you think uh, Zod is, is Nemesis Omega? Hmm. Probably. That would okay. make sense. I mean, the the way that that line was delivered at the end, it just... It just yeah. pointed towards Zod. I mean, there's nothing... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I like, I like the theory that it's... Uh, that it's Kal-El's mother and that Brainiac is probably pulling the strings, even though they're acting subservience in this case. Yeah. But that's, that's a Brainiac shtick. If ever I heard one, <laughs> so I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get more of those characters. Uh, others Superman foes. I'd like to see. It'd be neat to see their version of toy man. Oh, that would be a fun one. And Metallo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, speaking of that, I'd like to see them kind of go a little bit more in the direction of Superman, the animated series, where like one episode a toy man shows up, one episode this villain shows up. You know, you don't have to explain them, you just they just show up, you know what I mean? So mm. um Yeah, I mean I think that would be great. Will um, Lex Luthor show up? I mean, um, is that guy not Lex Luthor? True, Alex. Alex is. definitely seems like Lex Luthor to me. He needs to lose Which one hair is a Alex? Alex was Ivo's assistant. And then oh, when, him? When, no, when Vicky no, Vale no. Vicky Vale was interviewing people. <laughs> We totally glossed over that. <laughs> Lois and Jimmy try to have her interview a bunch of people around the, the city who like Superman. And then she's like, I have one more person I want to interview. Yeah. Which, what a load of crap that guy was spouting. <laughs> it's all his fault. No, I think it's your employer's fault, actually. Yeah. Oh, by the way, me and Lois have been here this whole time and... I've been here when this all happened and you were actually helping him try to kill people. So, um, you know, it's like, what what do you want me to do here? Oh no, no, we're going to take his thing as fact. And by the way, my story is going to blow up and I'm going to become the editor of a different newspaper. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's Vicky Vale for you. That's Vicky Vale for you. It's been a while since Vicky Vale has been on Toonami. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that was like a, unneeded thing honestly maybe because it kind of felt like it was just like oh here i'd rather it be her than for cat grant to go anti-superman having it be an outside newspaper 
slandering Superman, and conveniently one in Gotham. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think we'll have Bruce Wayne or Batman or much Batman things in season yeah. two, which is th- good. They don't. Yeah, I think they said <laughs> that it wasn't going to, to do happen. That. Yeah, there they were. Someone tweeted one of the writers or something, and they said they weren't Superman's going to do hero. that. Yeah, he's already. They're not going to make this a Batman Superman thing. So I don't think Batman's ever going to show up. He might later on if this continues. But as of right I now, I like to see their version of Batman. But let's oh, yeah. not rush this. When I was when I was watching Superman, I was like, so when's Voltron going to show up? <laughs> yeah it looks a lot <laughs> like it's the same animation as voltron the netflix mm-hmm. series like yeah and the legend of Korra. yep definitely very similar so a lot of the shots i'm like i'm watching voltron <laughs> 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 i mean geez alex looks like pidge It, it, they didn't have to stray too far from that. So I thought I, I thought I heard a couple voices too. Some of the voice actors in that series. Uh, I'd have to look it up, but it, I, I thought I might have heard a couple. Maybe nothing standing out to me off the top of my head. But <laughs> actually, uh, the invisible guy is a. Here's a blast for the past for millennials is voiced by Lucas Gabriel. Mm. High school musical. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was not expecting that. And uh, yeah, he did, did a fine job. Yeah, yeah he did. Solid. Solid work uh, all around the cast. Actually, now this is kind of interesting, uh, Paul. Not that Voltron show, but the nicktoons voltron show the the guy who voices um uh, who's the who's the obnoxious guy steve the lone wolf. steve steve yeah yeah that that guy i'm pretty sure he was in that voltron because he's uh native to canada voltron so, force yeah he was daniel in voltron force it says yeah yeah okay cool yeah uh, I I don't know if he's moved to Los Angeles, but uh, pretty likely. <laughs> and yeah, good for him. Good for him getting work. <laughs> he played that guy and I think uh, a couple of other incidentals. I don't think he's necessarily the best choice for Steve Lombard. He sounds a little young <laughs> for Steve for the way Steve looks. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, I would actually like to see maybe some less utilized DC characters pop up. Like, I, I, I suppose I'm just pulling from uh, Superman, the animated series at this point, but how about John Henry Irons? Steel? Oh, that would be fun. That that'd be cool. See the version of Steel, man. Yeah. That would be cool. 
I actually would like to see their version of Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Just, okay. Some of those cameos there would be. Yeah, that'd be, would nice. be fun. Little world building. Mm-hmm. But there's no need to rush into things. I suppose it'd actually make a lot of sense if uh, Jean Jones' Martian Manhunter popped in sooner mm-hmm. than some of them. And like Hawkman, not Hawk Girl, but Hawkman has been really underutilized with DC stuff, uh, other than uh, the recent uh, Black Adam. Oh yeah, where he was in the Justice Society. Always be nice to see Doctor Fate. Be cool. Well, that got teased a little bit. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. The Doctor Fate helmet was there. There were a lot of a lot of teases. I, I love that uh, Lois hid like a data chip inside of a recorder. <laughs> <laughs> clever Lois Prime, very clever. It looks analog, but it's not. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I hope they 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 get more down to earth characters. Um, you're probably going to see Amazo. Just yeah, because Amazo would make a lot of sense, but I almost wonder if they want to hold off on that for a yeah. little while longer. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Um, I mean, Metello's usually they're the one that they you see most of the time. I and could I don't know. I don't even see if if Alex is Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see him setting up Metallo. Oh, yeah. That's, and by the that's, way, uh, I, I, I searched that up while we were talking on the podcast, and I'm like, how did I get that mixed up? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. I really I, – I, I didn't think his name was Parasite. I'm, I'm going to continue with this for some odd reason. Like, I, I didn't think his name was Parasite. I thought it was something a little bit better. <laughs> so okay. – a little less on the nose, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, Parasite just, it just seems like somebody was like, oh, we need a name for this guy. Uh, just call him a Parasite. Well, it is what he is. Yeah. Pretty so. classic naming scheme. So I we got some talkbacks. You mean we actually do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we do. Holy when shit. I, okay. When I remember to read them. <laughs> so, at Nicholas underscore Whaley wrote, I enjoyed it, especially seeing the camaraderie between Lois, Clark, and Jimmy. Plus, it's also nice to see Superman learning how to use and master his abilities. Mm-hmm. At Toonami All-Star writes in, I liked it because it was a fresh new start, like Spider-Man. Plus, when watching the show, it felt like it was not Superman, but kind of its own show. Another could be how it feels so close to being an anime and becoming its own thing. That's how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. You know, speaking of that, this feels like... So, you guys remember the show The Batman, right? Yeah. Uh huh. It feels like it's like that. 
the show. It's the Superman. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. But it's not called the Superman. It's called My Adventures with Superman. Um, just because, like, the Batman took such a different, like, take on Batman, but it was, like, a worthy successor to the animated series. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Though I will say, though the Batman definitely got better. I'd say this oh, first this first season of My Adventures with Superman shows more promise than that I remember, did initially. I remember like, watching it and just thinking to myself, like, first wow, season had is... like two good episodes. I just remember like how good it was because I was like, oh my god, this is a lot better than I thought it would be. Like the Mister Freeze episode, and well, it was a two parter. The 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 Clayface episodes, oh. Those were good. Hard to watch, but good. <laughs> yeah. I think overall this this show has a stronger first impression in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it's got potential. Yeah. I, I it's agree. got potential. Potential. I mean, it already showed what it can do. I mean, it just it's going higher than It's just got to keep going. Yeah, it just has to keep going. The Batman was fun. It was a different, not different take on the Batman. It was just a different look and feel of Batman. Well, Having the Joker look like this, you know, deranged, insane asylum guy instead of some guy who was in jail the whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. Having the Riddler be... Marilyn Manson Riddler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having him more of a threat than just like you know john glover's you know riddler who was had style and just like a big brain right this guy could mm-hmm. do something aside from it um yeah i would i would i don't say wouldn't put him equally on equal footing but i mean batman had potential to go somewhere and it went to where it did and it had it it, it had its own movie batman versus dracula um mm-hmm. This one, which I thought was the last time Vicky Vale was on Tsunami, but actually she was in Batman Year One. Uh, okay, which makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then for Superman, this one has, it, while it doesn't have potential, it already showed what it has. It just needs to keep going on that ride, and it's just a different Superman for a different, you know, era. Right? I grew up Whoa. with Superman, you know on the animated series and then each you know generation has their own superman smallville you know that lasted a couple generations though probably but uh it it's it's its own thing right and i mean well it kind of so getting back to like saying with how it relates to the batman like you're talking about a younger version of bruce wayne Mm -hmm. this is a younger version of clark kent so it's kind of mirroring how they're trying to do this other series. And I really like it. But plus the, the other thing, like getting to what you were saying, Stephen, is, you know, if you think about it, even with the recent movies, like Superman kind of took a back seat. Like he wasn't like he was there. Yeah. He was, mm-hmm. he had a role in the, in these justice league series, but it wasn't there wasn't any focus on him and you know this is kind of you know doing the focus again you know what i mean well i'd better do the focus the tv show's name from him 
you well, know. Right. <laughs> but you know, but the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. There really hasn't been any. I mean, since Superman the Animated Series, there really hasn't been a focus on Superman mm-hmm. other than Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. And that wasn't just totally League. yeah about Superman. It was like you were saying, I think it goes to the point of how someone writes the show and how someone does it. The movies, the past things that was on was like aired and all the past media about it. It showed Superman in a different light that for better or for worse, people didn't care. I wouldn't say care, but people didn't um, go forward and like praise it or whatever. I mean, because there were people who watched Man of Steel in the movies. I was one of them. And I'm like. You know, and there's probably a lot of Zack Snyder uh, fans are going to come out of the woodwork and yell at me about this, but I don't care. Um, it it wasn't my Superman, right? Because my Superman wouldn't do that, right? He had this, you know, morals. He wouldn't do that to Zod at the end of the movie, right? He wouldn't go after and do these things. And this show, My Adventures with Superman, feels back to the core of what Superman is. He can talk. He's smart. He's, you know, gorgeous to all of these, you know, enemies. But it's like gorgeous. Hey, I, he, he takes his shirt off. Come on. How can you not like like that? What you mean I'm he's like, gorgeous to Lois? <laughs> true. Yeah. But it it's a thing of like, you know, this is a it's a it's, it's catching a wider audience. Like, yes, it was going to be a younger demographic. Um, as kids now moved on, but it, it it just captures that moment of like, you know, you're selling kindness and strength and the dignity of Superman when other shows didn't capture that much or didn't show that side of Superman. Superman was this god that people revered. Even when Clark Kent, Superman wouldn't even want that talking about that on him. He just wanted him mm-hmm. to show that he did good. Like, you know, so I I don't know, but I I do get the point of uh, back to your point, uh, Paul, with uh, Batman and Superman. They are always kind of like this symbiotic relationship of like brothers when they were never were. But it was like you know you're always going to have one, and they always do mirror each other and what they do. You know, Superman with this shining golden light, Batman this dark brooding kid in the corner. And, and speaking of that, I kind of would like to see, I mean, I keep talking about the Batman, but I kind of like to see like if Batman does show up in this series, kind of doing it the same way that Superman showed up in the Batman, whereas like he shows up, but he's not the main attraction, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm kind of hoping that if we do see him, that would be great. Will we see him? Who knows? Yeah, but I, I don't eh, think not so. Not second but... season, maybe the third or fourth. Mm-hmm. Depends on how long they take this series for. Oh, hopefully long. Hopefully, maybe if you just put it on tsunami, it would do better. Uh, <laughs> just saying. Just saying. At Journeyman15 wrote in, I'm looking forward to how much they can continue the pacing of the romance and the villains they have to face. Hopefully the issues with the strike are resolved with the best effort to let the animators and the writers cook to reflect the franchise. 
Well, by the way, glad to hear that the writer's strike is 90% over. Hopefully they got everything and they'll, they'll have a contract signed by the, by middle of next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't actually affect this show. However, is it? Oh, that doesn't mm-hmm. affect that show. No, it, it doesn't affect, uh, animated series except for a select few that are wga interesting yeah i did not know that yeah yeah how about that uh it does affect all animated movies though so ain't gonna be no spider verse (laughs) until that's settled side question how how long do you think that it's going to take for these actors to get something out of this too well since uh wga is asking actors not to i mean uh, writers not to return to work until the actors get a contract hopefully it won't take too much longer well i mean i don't think they can i mean they could but it's not like yeah you know it's not like they could if you don't have any actors, you can't really do something, but they could have them start writing scripts, you know? Yeah. As long as they're getting paid what they're supposed to be paying paid. I really, really hope that the voice actors start doing this more, particularly the ones in Texas that aren't under the union because. Well, boy, that's know. a whole different kettle of fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You might want to save that, Paul, for another episode. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to go have, into we it. We don't have time to talk about that right no, now. No, no, no. I'm not going to talk about it. I just, I really hope that they do do that because I think it's needed at this point. And that's as far as I'm going to go with it at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, at Link Mountaineer writes in, I really enjoyed this take on Superman. Simple, sweet, nice. At jingle underscore writes in it was pretty good but i think that there's a lot of room for improvement fair yeah i would agree at matthew five nine two nine four three three six that's a lot of numbers it was a decent season i was expecting a lot of people to talk about it though yeah yeah well I mean, in certain sectors of the internet, it was fairly talked about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got the memes. Mm-hmm. Got the memes and it got the fan art. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's at, fan art you can't show on Toonami. Uh, mm. At Kevin Davis 9568 writes in, I still wish Superman's outfit had the S on it, but... Aside from that, it was a good cartoon. A little boring at times, and I'm not sure what I think of the Rick and Morty plot twist in Episode 7, but still good. I give it a 7 out of 10. Rick and Morty plot twist, what, because it's a multiverse? Rick and Morty doesn't own the multiverse. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, (laughs) Crisis on Infinite Earths. What was I going to say? Yeah, I, I don't... I didn't think I didn't think that Superman was slow at times. I actually thought it was action packed and um yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, pretty I mean it, it's not it's not like the best version of Superman, but 
it's got yeah. room to grow. What do you mean the outfit doesn't have an S on it? it? Looks like an S. No, he's right. It doesn't. It's not the typical S. It's a stylized okay. S. It's a. It's a, one of those S you. It's one of those S's. It's one of those S you drew in high school when you're just sitting there looking around. <laughs> no, it's one yes. of those S's that somebody got bored and was like, "We're gonna I spice this up. up." Yeah. Yeah. Let's put some <laughs> angles. A little, a little to graffiti it. S. Yeah. Let's put some angles to it. Yeah. By the way, speaking of speaking of Voltron, like, why, like, what was it? What was it? The first or second episode where he's like, all of a sudden he becomes Superman. He's like transforming. I'm like, what? What, <laughs> what is going on here? And then sequence. and then you never see it again. Like, well, it, it would get tiresome if they kept doing that. <laughs> but I'm Superman sitting here going, I'm like, all the time. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> His mom's so, like, it could use a belt. Some, I'm sitting there looking at it and, and I'm going, trunks. what? So, so are we going to see this for the rest of the series or is this just, <laughs> and then it was just a one-time thing. I'm like, uh, okay, all right. I guess we're doing it this way. But all right. <laughs> Look, so, this cool. is a toy animation. We're not going to reuse, <laughs> reuse the transformation sequence to fill so, time. So according to the Wikipedia page of my adventures of Superman, it says additionally, Superman's transformation, transformation sequence was inspired by pretty cure. Specifically, Cure Mermaid from Go Princess Precure. So, it's not Sailor Moon. It's a Pretty Cure thing. So, well, that's a. I mean, Pretty Cure has a lot more material to pull from. There's a lot more Pretty Cure series. Yeah. These people watch anime. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They also, in an interview, they said that they were uh, really influenced by Kill a Kill. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. I guess <laughs> I, I think some of the intergang uh, people kind oh, of uh, I, uh, wire. You could see a little bit of that in there. Yeah, yeah. I really think Banshee's inspired by a a, a round car <laughs> mask. <laughs> uh, all right. At Super Kid Eight Hundred One writes in i enjoyed it the first season was very good for the second season i would love to see toy man bizarro and metallo Ooh, bizarro that would be a fun one i was thinking that would be a nemesis omega bizarro would be very interesting with this especially if they had jack quaid voice bizarro oh yeah that'd be a lot of fun Uh, that would be that would be a that would be just a fun episode them switching spots oh yeah where he's like trying to go to, on a date with Lois and he's like, Bizarro. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Clark, want to go date with you? <laughs> yes. At Sienna Pup 1024, note the pup in the name as they say, Crypto the Superdog would be an interesting addition to the show. I could see that. That would be fun to see that, just having him get a dog. Yeah. I mean, if they're not going to give this Clark a dog, then at least bring back Mixie or the multiverse and give us a crypto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, us, give us a nod. Superman had, like, tons of pets. Throw, like, Superman's cow in there or something. <laughs> he needs that Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. <laughs> To keep his cow and his dog and his fortress of muitude. Yeah. 
And at Damien41691 writes in, I'm looking forward to the second season. Villains I'd like to see, Dr. Grace Bonlin, a.k.a. Orca, Dr. Francine Langstrom, a.k.a. Shebat, Giganta and Cheetah, for heroes, Supergirl, Superman's cousin, Nubia, Black Wonder Woman, Beast Girl, and Diana Prince, a.k.a. Wonder Woman. Oh. It sounds like you want a Wonder Woman show. (laughs) So do I. Where is our solo Wonder Woman show? Come on. You're getting a video game. That's all you're getting. (laughs) I didn't even know about that. Yeah, they're making a video game. Uh, I think all these people with numbers at the end of their names. What's the deal with that? Says sketch 1984. (laughs) (laughs) Fix your name. (laughs) Fix your username. It's boring, man. (laughs) Come on. Too many numbers. It's it's gotten to that point of the night where you're talking in the third person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sketch and just becomes bizarre Green sketch. Ra- at Green Ranger Dawn writes in needs more Cat Grant, especially when she goes after Clark. Which do you want to do? You want to start a war with Lois here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cat Grant. Yeah, no more. You know, <laughs> there's people that like her too. Yeah. No, totally. I I didn't even watch that much of the uh, Supergirl show, but I, I liked having Callista Flockhart as Cat Grant. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good, good, good stuff. Good, solid, solid first season. Yeah. Can't wait for more. Hopefully it won't be too long of a wait. They have been in production for a time because mm-hmm. you know, Warner Brothers Discovery did that thing where you order 20 episodes and then you cut them in half. Mm. Mm. So that way like, they don't have to pay more when they renew it. <laughs> so like the new year you expect it? Uh, animation takes a while. So I think unless they've been stockpiling them, it's probably not going to be until mid next year maybe summer of next year uh, okay but uh premiere it on tsunami please <laughs> i think the thursday night experiment has run its course <laughs> tsunami needs premieres <laughs> come on it's got fully coolie yeah for three more weeks <laughs> Yeah. So that's that's Superman. If you had any additional thoughts on my adventures with Superman, you can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com or you know respond to the talkbacks. Though we probably won't have a talkback for it for a while since it's not airing. They could rerun this. I don't know why they're not. They're not rerunning this or. Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Anywhere. But they re ran Primal for five. I mean, I don't know how long, like three months in a row. Look, let's be real. <laughs> Primal is better than all of these. <laughs> True. Yeah. But repetition, it was getting ridiculous. So, you know, wouldn't kill them to, to run this a second time, run 
uh, Unicorn Warriors Eternal a second time, hey, they would end the same week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or run one at a time out. Yeah, put it at the end of the block. It's something fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. Look, I'm at the point <laughs> that I give them permission to run Futurama and Venture Brothers <laughs> on Toonami. Just so you don't shorten Toonami. I need a need a stamp that says sketch permit. <laughs> and it, just... it is permitted because I want Futurama and Venture Brothers bumps. Sketch approved. And also those shows are like not at watchable times otherwise. <laughs> they are after Toonami on Saturday, but it's pretty late and I need to go to bed. So <laughs> play them earlier. That's what I'm saying. If you if you really have nothing else, which it awfully does seem like they don't. <laughs> oh, what a state. What the absolute state of Toonami. <clears throat> okay, I guess we should get on out of here. Sounds good. You mean fly on out of here? Yeah, yeah. That is uh, that is true. Got to fly on out of here. So uh, I already gave you the email, but you can follow us on Facebook.com backslash Tsunami Faithful Podcast and on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Overcast, PodBay, PodBean, Podcast Addict, Radio.com, Spotify, and the TuneIn app. You can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast and get the latest news by following at Toonami News on Twitter and read the reviews, views and reviews. I said the news, views and reviews at ToonamiFaithful.com. That's our spiel. Steven, tell the fine people where they can find you. Oh, I'm on uh, MXA Ghost uh, on X, uh, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, we don't Facebook. say that word here. Okay. And we don't. Twitter. We don't say that letter here. We don't say X here because X marks the spot. Um. Uh, yeah. Trying to be Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> he is an X man. <laughs> um. Yeah. I stream stuff on Twitch. It's MXA Ghost on there. Uh, every Thursday I do the schedule. So uh, for Toonami's Faithful. And so I do the Twitch and stream it on there. And you can talk about anime with me and whoever else comes on there. And then, um, yeah, that, that's it for me. I don't oh, have too neat. Much. I love schedules. <laughs> the best type of content. Scheduling. Scheduling. Mm-hmm. Paul, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on the app that shall not be named at Paul <laughs> Pascrillo. And uh, of course, you can email me, Paul Pascrillo at TunamiFaithful.com. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, sir, numbers after his name. <laughs> That's me. Sometimes it's just Sketch 84, but not there and not on Blue Sky, where I also am at Sketch 1984. 
I almost never open up the Blue Sky app. <laughs> I, I just, I, <laughs> I am chained to this Twitter platform until it is absolutely no longer usable. Yep. Same here. We're all chained together in this link. Yes. We all suffer together. That'll do it for this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this conversation and uh, any conversation that happened prior. And we also appreciate all of your listenership. So please share the podcast with your friends. Maybe they find it interesting. And uh, yeah, we always appreciate your listenership and your feedback. So again, you can email us at podcast at toonamifaithful.com for... uh, Anything about Toonami that's on your mind or about us that's on your mind. So do do that. We're lonely. Kind of. We need someone to talk to. Yes. <laughs> we can't just talk to each other. What kind of that's podcast is that? <laughs> absurd. Uh, I got to record another segment after this. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> So until next time, we're punching out. Up, up, and away!